Hey, I am back yet again. Wanted to cover some things that I know are kind of important here. Things... It looks like we're about to get a decent bailout. That's what I, uh, I think we're seeing and how most people are viewing it. That we're somehow going to get um, a great bailout. I got to tell you, the bailout we're getting may not be what you're thinking. May not be what you you actually want. Some people are fighting and saying, well, if you're a socialist, uh, you don't want Trump to give you money. And if you're a Republican, then you hate socialism. You don't want the money. These things actually don't matter. I mean, obviously, anyone who's hurting is going to take whatever hand that up they can take if they're hurting. That makes sense. But I want to talk more about what's actually working. I talked about this early. The first thing I talked about is if I was governor, I brought this up, and if I was president, what I would be doing initially, right away, literally weeks ago, the first thing I mentioned, if you remember one of my first uh, chats, I talked about the idea of allowing immediately local people to start helping out, to make things work, right? To get local people on board doing these things, right? Making the masks, people laughed at me. Making hand sanitizer, people, ah, it's so dumb. Well, that's happening right now, right? FEMA realized that FEMA can't do everything. And the idea of my governor, Cuomo, we've been thinking we need an Army Corps of Engineers or FEMA to show up is dumb. Why? This is a nationwide crisis. You can't send people from other states to your state because they're this each state's having their own problems. So it kind of doesn't work. So FEMA doesn't work. So what does FEMA want to do? It basically is telling people, you local people do stuff and we'll pay you. Yeah, they're going to stop bailing people out. If you petition the government, obviously, you'll start getting bailed out if you make stuff. Well, now... I was saying off the bat, let's do this immediately, right? Right now, you've got people who are literally making masks in their own in, in the in the basements of hospitals, right? They're making masks in, in 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 homes. I was saying that a week ago, two weeks ago, right? We should have encouraged that up front. We could have been doing it, but instead, doing it via civic associations, right? Our our uh, Knights of Columbus, our American Legion our local churches. We could have been doing that then instead of now doing it now, right? We have some parts of our of, of our local reserves who've been um, now building hospitals out. Didn't I say we should immediately suspend all the uh, DOB, Department of Building Rules, so that we can actually have that happening? Suspend these rules to make this happen? How come every time there's an emergency, we've got to spend all these times, all this time, suspending rules? Why do we have the rules in the first place? That's the entire point. Every time that we have an emergency, we have to start suspending rules, which means you don't need the rules. You can just start having people do this now. That's the entire point. We see it again and again and again. There's a company in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think they're called Eight Oaks. I may get that wrong. I'm sure someone will correct me if that's possible. Uh, Eight Oaks, which actually decided on their own to start making hand sanitizer instead of, I think they make wine or, or some, some of alcohol to, to make hand sanitizer instead. They decided to just do it on their own. Isn't that what I was talking about? Literally getting people, showing them how, suspending the distillery laws and regulations on, on distilling alcohol so you can make alcohol to make your own hand sanitizer? Literally what I was talking about. Happening now, but happening weeks late. So now people can't get what they need and more people are going to die 
because of centralized control. Centralized control. I'm going to list, as I've done many times, all the times that centralized control has worked. Finished. Finished. I was talking about decentralizing to allow local people to figure things out how to do it. And they can. Right? Our assumption is, is only one way to do things. That's never true ever. So there are many ways of doing things. And the local people could have figured some of those out. Would some have failed? Of course. Some are going to fail now. But now we would have figured it out. A week or two weeks earlier, things would have changed. We would have more beds. We would have more masks. We would have more hand sanitizer right now if we just listened to what I said off the bat. That's what I was talking about. That's what we have to work on. Okay. I'm glad it's happening though, at least, right? I guess I shouldn't complain that much. At least it's happening. I hope that we will learn and you will learn and our leaders will learn. The second things go bad, decentralize, assist, help, guide those that are in trouble. You can go, the central government can now go to the places that are failing and allowing others to do the right thing and make things better. Makes sense. I talk about it all the time. I'm still not done. I talked about the idea of if I was uh, the president, what I would be doing is having you know groups, regionalized uh, chats and talks with regional governors. Well, he's doing that now. He's weeks too late. Same thing. Letting them know what's happening, what we can do, which one should help, what rules and regulations can I suspend, what can I end to make your life easier, what can I do to make your life easier. Now we're talking though about using laws to force companies to shut down, to force companies to make things. They're already doing it. This happens constantly. If you encourage them to do it, they start doing it. This Pennsylvania company, Eight Oaks, is a perfect example of that. But many companies are doing that now already. If we would have encouraged them earlier, there's no need to pass the law and to nationalize or take over their property. They would have done it anyway. How do we know? They're already doing it. So now we're going to codify and, and turn what was voluntary into actually force. Now I'm going to take control when there was no need to take control. Still not done. I've been talking about the idea with the real way of bailing people out. And we're doing it the totally wrong way. We're writing checks to people. They will take those checks. They will still lose their jobs. They will still be in trouble. And they will write it and they will buy something or whatever they'll do with it. And it'll be gone. Terrible idea. Not just that. They're trying to specifically say, well, Larry, you know, 90 day halt on mortgages. What if you don't own a home? One of the biggest parts of our economy is the millennials who go out and spend money on entertainment and things they enjoy. Many of them don't own much. Very few of them own a home. You're not helping any of them. And they're in a gig economy. They're in a gig economy. They don't have jobs. They didn't lose their job. They don't have their gig anymore. So your unemployment insurance isn't going to help them either. The best parts about our economy right now, the strongest parts, I should say, aren't being helped by this bailout. Not just that, we're picking and choosing. We're doing means testing and picking and choosing and deciding who gets what. Why? Data gathering, of course, and cronyism, of course. More bureaucracy, people will fall behind. There'll be rules and how to get this and if you get that. If, no. If you look at what's already happening, again, companies are doing this already to show you what I'm talking about. Chevy, the car company, has decided now that you can now have a seven-year loan. 
84-month loan. Zero interest, and you can defer your payments for four months. They're already deferring payments for four months. We're talking about the idea of deferring mortgages for 90 days. We're talking about this already. What was my entire idea? Very simple, grossly simple, and helps everybody. No financial institution in the United States, none. Credit card, banking company, car, uh, car finance, uh, student loan, the government, when, they, when, they owe, when you owe the government money. No one can enforce collections or, or, or require a payment for six months. Period. Six months. That's all. What does that mean? That means now I don't have to lose my job. Why? My boss doesn't have to pay his mortgage or his rent. My boss doesn't have to pay his credit card bills. My boss doesn't have to pay the note for the leasing for his trucks. He doesn't pay that for six months. He can, in fact, cut my salary in half. And I don't mind I can keep my job for six months because I don't have to pay my, my bills. I don't have to pay my credit card. I don't have to pay my car note for six months. We can stay functioning. I can retain my job. I can keep my company open while I retool, while I restructure, while I regroup. Everyone's talking about this like a war zone, yet everyone's freaking surrendering. With a war, you have to counterattack. That's how it works. You can't win on defensive. No wars won that way. So how in the world are we going to counterattack if we don't regroup? Six months to regroup. Now, of course, you say, but Larry, if you pause the bills for six months, well, the banks will still be screwed. No, they won't. We're going to bail the banks out. Big banks will be fine. I've been telling you this for weeks. You're going to see it happen again. They're talking now about the idea we're going to bail out the airlines. So the guys who make gazillions of dollars, they get bailed out. Just bail the banks out. How do you do it? The Fed's going to print money anyway. I know you libertarians. I'm libertarian too. You hate the idea of the Fed printing money. You know it's going to print money. You know that's going to happen. Let it happen. It's going to happen. But instead, make it fair. Give everyone a six-month break to retool, reassess, regroup, not lose their job, not lose their home, not lose all these things, and not get $1,000 or $2,000, whatever it is. If we give that people 1000 bucks or 2000 whatever it is, that's never going away. It's never going away. It's just another entitlement that we're going to have, more debt we're going to have, and people will still have lost their jobs, lost their homes, lost their cars, lost their careers still. At least six months allows you a chance. Will some people still fail? Yes, this is not a perfect solution by any means. It's just the best one and the simplest one with the least bureaucracy. It's the fairest of them all. If you don't have any bills, you're not affected by this. You don't have any bills, in which case it doesn't affect you. Life is good. If you've got tons of debt and bills, it affects you. Hopefully now you begin to learn your lesson and change and shift and adjust because that becomes the next piece. There has to, we have to create a new norm because this is going to happen again. The number one thing, this is going to happen again. This isn't the last time we're gonna have a virus. We have to create a new norm. How do we learn that? Well, that's also already happening. We have a company, Golden Corral. I don't, they're not around where I am, but this Golden Corral, they've decided how to do to-go, which they didn't have to-go before. They're, they're doing the to-go issues, right? We had the Democrats have the debate where the people are six feet apart. 
We've got Congress now thinking of new ways to vote. We have now in New York State new ways of doing juries, right? Figure out ways of doing juries so we can still have trials. Yes, we can't have that if we shut everything down, though, can we? If we shut everything down, we can't figure out what the new norm is. We have to have some of the things actually working with rules and regulations and guidelines on how to fix them so we can begin to fix them. They might say, well, Larry, how are we going to know how to fix a restaurant? I don't know how, but you know who does? Restaurant owners. Give them a chance. Give them six months to figure out how to react. Six months how to make things safe. Six months how to make theater safer. It's already happening. All we do is encourage it, and we should have encouraged it immediately. If we would have encouraged this immediately, then guess what? We wouldn't be in trouble right now. We'd know what the new norm is. We'd have figured out ways of functioning with when a virus hits. And then when the next virus hits, we shift immediately. Boom! We now go into this mode. This is how we survive immediately and function within this negative environment. No one's saying this. What they're saying instead is, let's choose you as a winner, you as a winner, you as a loser, you as a loser, and we'll give some money out so I can bribe for new votes. And now what are you finding? You're finding guys like Donald Trump and my governor Cuomo, the California's uh, uh, governor uh, Newsom, all of a sudden love each other. They love each other all of a sudden, best buddies. Best buddies. They're doing hot yoga tomorrow uh, in one of the, uh, the new yoga joints. That's how much they love each other. Why? It's a money grab. It's a power grab. Sadly, it is a power grab. It is a, it is a money grab. Yet again, you want to help American people out. Make it simple as possible. Just bail the damn banks out. You're going to anyway. And instead, give us six months to regroup retool so we can counterattack in this war. They're calling it a war and we're surrendering. I don't want to surrender. I don't want to surrender. I want to give the American people, the local people, a way of figuring out how to deal with this and surviving in this environment because this environment is going to come back. Ask all these people who are scared about viruses what they tell you. This is a bad virus, but it's not the worst one. There's worse viruses out there that we haven't hit us yet and are going to hit us at one point. If we can't handle this one, the next one just shut the country down. Shut it down. I don't want to surrender. Guys, I'm bugging you on this for a very important reason. Everything I talked about in my previous chats, you're seeing happening right now. I talked about the weakness of this economy and the problem with our debt two years ago when I was running for governor. I brought up all these issues and concerns. I brought up the Fed and the debt. Oh, I said, when, when it comes down, there'll be no place to go because the Fed's already been pumping money. And I talked about all these things. I talked about all the pensions. You're going to see that be a problem. But the debt, all those things happening now. It's about millennials, how they don't own anything. Rental economy, rental mindset happening right now. Everything I talked about is happening now. I'm not trying to play I told you so. I'm trying to play listen and let's learn. Let's learn from this. We don't want the next one to be exactly the same because sadly it has happened to us before and we do exactly the same thing. It is terrible. The bailout, the bailout that will give us money is not a good thing. It's going to hurt us in the long run. How do I know that? How can I possibly know that? I'll tell you how I know that. The data on the, everything I tell you about has data or has an example. And the data example I give you is lottery. Look at lottery winners, people who win the lottery. 
over 50% are worse off than they started before they won the lottery five years later. Worse off. Not better off. The, winning the lottery over 50% hurts people. That's going to happen when we give people lottery money. Same thing. Most of them are going to fail. But if we gave people a six-month break, they'd have a chance to fix this thing. We could repair. We could shift. We could regroup. We could counterattack. We could retool. We could do that. Give us a chance and it, it happens. You see people... You see people right now, and you all do, you know people who are out there saying, hey, I'm going shopping, can I help you out? Hey, I got this idea, can we do this? You see it already happening. You see it now. And instead of us saying, shh, don't do that. Here's money, shut up, shut up. Let's have people try. The same thing happened after 9-11. When 9-11 hit, what did President Bush say? He said, shh, we got this, go shop. So he said, he didn't give us a mission. He tells us what to do. Trump, same thing. Cuomo, same thing. Shh, we got you. We'll give you money. Be quiet. Just go home. We'll give you money. Who's saying go off and do something? Who's saying we're here? You're the ones who got to help. Go out and help. Make something happen. You know who's doing it? Libertarians online. Yes, Libertarians online are doing it. We're the ones saying go out, do stuff, help people. Be the change you want to see. Go be it. Don't wait for that check to come. Go and do it. We have to be that way now. That's what I want to make sure happens. I'm asking us, all of us, to learn from this. When it happens again, and it will, assuming that there's any money left and we're not so much in debt we're defaulted, assuming that we can, immediately let's make sure that we let the local people release them to try to do the right thing immediately. Some will fail. Most won't. They will teach the others. Don't shut everything else down. Instead, explain the issues and concerns about this virus. What's the distance we should have apart? What should we have masks on? Should we, whatever? Should we have plastic? What should we have? And then let the individual businesses figure out ways of making that work. If they follow the government regulations, they get a stamp. The consumers come in, figure it out, they survive. Give us a debt break because debt is what's killing us not the loss of a salary. Loss of a salary sucks. Absolutely. I've lost a salary before. It sucks. But debt is what crushes you. Loss of salary sucks. Debt is the final nail in the coffin. Give us an actual break on debt and we can retool and make that debt back and just bail out the banks. You're going to print the money anyway. Stop stop picking and choosing who's a winner. Just love everybody. That's the issue. Guys, I just wanted to cover that tonight. I'm trying to come on more and, and go live more because I know some of you want to talk about this, want to feel better about it. There is hope. If we can learn from this, the best thing that can happen from this, I know that people are going to die and are dying. And I hate it. And I don't want any of them to die. We have two choices. They can die. We do nothing. They died for nothing. Or we can learn from this. We can learn from this, change what the new norm is, function better as local communities in a society and be more flexible and braver and counterattack as we should. They will still have died, but we will get something for it and their death will have some meaning, some value. Those are our options. Either one. 
I like the latter. I'm going to go for that. All right, guys. Have a good night. I'll talk to you uh, probably sometime tomorrow.